Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another From the Bunkers, <coughs> another quarantined folk in Scotland. Uh, it depends what you're trying to keep out. Oh, is is it not great? Well, I tried to light a, a scented candle the other day, and the place almost went up. <laughs> this, well, by scented candle, I mean it was earwax and kind of mucus. A homemade one. So it was a scent. <clears throat> oh a God! Scent. Is that like when you're doing, uh, you know, when you do the ear candle wax thing? Is that called Hopi? I'm not. I'm not sure, but it's bullshit because the wax they collect is just the wax from the candle. It's just nonsense. Oh, fucking sneaky bastard. It's just nonsense, like when I, yeah. When I go to the barber, they take the lit tapers to like, burn the ear hair and nose hair off. Oh, goodness. What? what? I've never... Turkish barbers... Well, Turkish people are often very hairy men. Okay. So Turks are experts at getting rid of body hair. So they do your lugs, your nose, your eyebrows, but it's that smell of burning hair. Ooh. Oh, it's not good. It's, it's not a good smell, is it? No, it smells, it's it's partial death, and it, 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 it has a shitty smell. Yeah, it's, it's not very good. Yeah, it's not good, it's not good. But yeah, they just, because my ears have got very, very hairy since I went past 40. Yeah, I've got that. I've got this uh, Yoda thing that it grows on the outside of the ear. Yeah, and these yeah. little white hairs yeah. stick out on yeah, it's and my ears stick blonde, out anyway. They're Jesus. Hairs. They are blonde hairs, can we? Yeah, but it's what, not what, good. What purpose does ear hair serve? I think keep them warm? I I don't know. Is it like for crawling through tunnels when you're older and you can feel your way around? I like a yeah, like a like a cat's whisker. Like, like a star yeah. like a star nose mole. Have you ever seen a star They mole? are wonderful. They I'm are the incredible. most amazing thing. Have you seen a, I like moles in general. Do you like a golden mole? I've they never seen one. Eyes, <gasps> and they are in deserts and they go through the sand. Oh. Golden mole. Isn't there... I I was into... Uh, through my teenage years, I was really into oh. cryptozoology. And uh -huh. isn't there a like a desert worm that gives you electric shocks that they're still trying to find? <laughs> oh, they're trying to find it. Yeah, they say it's there. There's loads of stories of it and all this sort of thing. Uh -huh. Is that and not the Mongolian death worm? Is that what it is? Is something like I that? I think that's the Mongolian death worm. Oh, right, okay. That yeah, could be is. it. You can get an electric eel can give a, a fatal shock. Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah. That's incredible. Imagine being able to produce electricity. The other uh, cryptozoology animal that I loved, oh, <clears throat> someplace, I don't know, uh, Brazil or something, uh, but there's this uh, tribe, and they all um, defend themselves every night against giant spiders. And there's these, uh, they put these stakes all around their village, all pointing out the way, and then they have a gate, and it closes at night, and they put guards up. And no one's ever seen one. And then years ago, there was this uh, adventurer guy with his wife, and they were they actually had a car there, and they they and they were traveling through this little area, and one was. Um, in front of the uh, the the car and crossing the road, and they said it stood about a foot and a half tall. <laughs> and I believed it. I believe. I, Who knows? It might be. I, I bet it was like Rod, Jane, and Freddie in those Velcro suits. Not the Velcro, kind of the the <laughs> those, kind of those body stockings you see people wearing on stag nights. Yes. 
and they're just <laughs> plain <laughs> twister. <laughs> uh, plain twister. I, I, I might be wrong in this, but I think the exoskeleton of an insect... It can only go so big, that's so right. Yeah, so... But you used to have extraordinarily large insect back in the day when the when the atmosphere was different. Yes. So you'd use six feet dragonflies and fucking huge... Dense nitrogen in the air and stuff. Yeah, dense yeah. nitrogen, exactly. There is a... Have you been to Crail? Oh, yes, beach? yes. On the beach there, there is the footprints of a giant centipede that's ran onto the beach. Oh. And it's in the stone. There's like monkey puzzle trees. It's all kind of pet, a petrified forest down at the beach. Incredible. incredible. See, the thing is, what I've noticed about all these um, uh, fantastic creatures from the, yeah. the distant past is that you couldn't throw a fucking cat without hitting some incredibly giant animal. Were, were they all just packed in? Was it like. Just. Oh, that is incredible. In the Natural History Museum in London, they have uh, a skeleton of one up against the tree. The thing's gigantic. It's gigantic. It's like 15 foot or something. You know the gigantic fucking hellbirds or something they were called? They were like a big predatory ostrich. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine being hunted down by one of them. Their beak. Oh. Oh, Just plucking at your entrails. And they could... dispatch you quickly. No, no, they would rip you apart. To it slowly. Like the way a bird would do it now. Just picks apart. Just, ooh, I'm going to get that. Well, two of the things I'm doing okay. in the isolation. Okay, let's hear this. I've, 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 I'm, a, I'm having a friendship with a, a, a Twitter. A, I think it's a Nigerian scam artist. Now, I've heard about this conversation. I haven't seen it yet, but my partner was telling uh, me. I've been yeah. doing online, but they, 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 they very quickly. They, what they did was they, they followed me on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I'm a polite person, so when someone follows me, I just follow them. Oh, fair enough. That's what I kind of do. Uh, and then, so that's that. But immediately, I get a message from them saying, they're a single woman, uh, they're looking for love, uh, would, 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 there's a chance we can get together, she, she is willing to move. Oh, right, okay. Me. Very that's giving. What, that's, that's straight out the gate. That's like, hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit suspicious. No. So there's a there's a conversation, <laughs> and it literally does not matter what I have been saying. They are persevering. Oh, wonderful! And uh, I asked for them to send me a picture to prove it was them. You know, a piece of paper with the date uh-huh. and everything. And the Photoshop job is wondrous. It is simply wonderful. Oh, that's incredible. But I think it's now got to the stage. They obviously don't know I'm going to give them any money or anything. Uh-huh. And it's like they're just starting to enjoy the crack. Oh, isn't that wonderful? You have made a connection. But I don't, I'm not 100% sure they're in Nigeria. It's like a long con. Because the other day they said, they, oh, it's quite cold and rainy here. And I thought, fuck, they're in Dundee. Is this somebody I know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's one. Well, I heard all about it, and we can tell everyone listening to check your Twitter because apparently I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's amazing. So it's all, um, it's all there. It's but all it's there. Killing some hours. That's part one of what I've been doing. In okay. Part two. I've been def- befriending a crow. <laughs> oh. Right. So okay. The crow, it comes to my garden every morning, has a look about, and I'm slowly going out. I give it a little bit of bacon this morning. Okay. What I'm doing is I'm being very calm, but I'm getting slowly each day. They get used to me, 
by the end of this period, I'm going to have it eating out of my hand. That's wonderful, wonderful. I, crows are wonderfully intelligent. Animals. Crows are the most that you can see them thinking when they're up to something. It's great. Yeah. But that's that a... Black colour with them all, they're bluish. Yes. You know I mean? Oh, it's like oil. Black, black. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like oil. Beautiful well, thing. here's the thing. Done. You're doing that. I'm currently training a robin in the garden. And Robins, it's getting yeah, closer and so closer. Tame. Yeah, so no problem. Tame. I just, I go, shush, 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 and it flies down to the garden. I give it some seed and I just walk around and it just chills. Doesn't, follows me about a bit and then takes off to do its thing. Well, it's if great. you ever, because robins, if you're digging in the garden, a robin will come down to see if, if you've uncovered anything. Oh, they're, they're yeah, wonderful. Had, uh, yeah, came with a love, they love a mealworm. Oh, right, okay, I'll keep that in mind. It's maybe going to be difficult to get your hands on some mealworms at this time. I don't know, I've been scraping my arse along the carpet a fair bit. That's maggots. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> That's different from a, a mealworm. <laughs> Unless you're storing some porridge oats up there. I am. <laughs> in case anyone comes for my porridge. This is, yeah. These are the apocalypse, this is end of days uh, right at the moment. You're, you're very bloated looking. <laughs> no. It would start to, it start to sprout in there. Oh, does wait? Did they grow? They, they have been known to, yeah. Oh, that looks that'll explain the tickling my, in my, my gullet. Dad swear blind, swear blind. That when he was a kid, there was a story where in India, a woman had went down to the river bank to drink, mm -hmm. and she'd inadvertently swallowed a snake egg. Oh, oh. and the snake hatched in her esophagus and then it just grew through her entrails but it was it was alive and it would it would it would make a mewling noise when it was <laughs> well here's the thing i have heard similar stories and i'm going to cast uh -huh. doubt for you... with no other reason i'm just going to cast some doubt over the whole lot well i don't think a snake mules like a kitten to start with but could it survive? I don't think so. I think they need to breathe, technically. So there's an issue there. It's a wonderful. Although you can, when you have worms, you know how we talked about this before, Victorian ladies would have worms to help them lose weight. But when you get them out, you got to wrap them around a pencil. And they go in your bum. So Because if you pull them hard, they break. So you've got to gently... Just slowly wrap them around the pencil and keep unwrap, keep keep rolling them up. Does so it's like one of those. An HB would I would say that be the most ideal. It's the most practical all rounder pencil. So you you keep doing that until you get to the final bit. It goes and it falls out. And this thing's like thirty foot long. Or there's the other kind of worms. I'm not sure which one, but you've got to lie on your front in the dark, and then you have to have someone behind you. Right, with like tweezers or something, because these worms will come out of your butthole during the dark, and then they put a light on quickly and grab them and pull them out. Or they try and nip back in. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I remember what it's like. One of these two. Of the it's what my dentist maddest, told me. <laughs> two of the maddest things I ever saw was in, I think it was in like Africa. Okay. We're lucky in this country. There's not a lot of shit trying to eat us. That's that. Yeah, that's right. Well, yet. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's about to change. Yeah. I've seen the seagulls here at the change. moment. Yeah. I'm telling you, those seagulls aren't being fed. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the, the rooftops, and there's fucking hundreds of the bastards. And it was, it was like a mud hut. Right. And the floor cannot tamp down earth. 
Okay, yeah. But there was these like maggoty grub things that lived under the floorboards, the, the floor, the, the earth. And when people fell asleep, they would crawl out, they would pop out of the ground and crawl towards the people and suck blood. They were like a blood-sucking worm. Oh. And that was nasty. And another one I saw, it was one of these kind of himbo guys, kind of adventurers mm. in the jungle. Okay. And they came upon a, a shack in the middle of this kind of jungle area. Right. And they opened the door and went in, and the smell, you could tell, you could almost see the stench. Oh. And he went through, and then he opened this door, and it was the privy, the toilet at the back, and the entire toilet was drenched in fetid, rotting blood. Oh. And he put the camera up to the rooftop, and it was a colony of vampire bats. Oh. The, right, I'm not an expert, but this doesn't sound healthy at all. No, but vampire bl bats... They regurgitate blood to feed each other. They're like, Stevie, Stevie, come across. Oh. the blood, and then they pretty much shit out blood. The feces is essentially blood. Oh, Have you seen? Look up a video good. of a vampire bat hunting. The way they, they, they approach, they're, very, they're a cautious animal. Oh, right. They're like a they're like a Perthshire shoplifter, not a Dundee shoplifter. <laughs> a Dundee shoplifter's bold, but they're a Perthshire, a middle class lady stealing gin. I saw a shoplifter, mm -hmm. uh, two shoplifters once in uh, Primark. One got caught and she was stealing eyelashes, stick on eyelashes, and wow. this other guy was just grabbing anything. Uh -huh. So he got a pair of ladies' shoes. He got a couple of t-shirts, a pair of shorts, uh -huh. and he put it up his t-shirt so he looked like uh -huh. pregnant. But he sort of, he fashioned it where he was just fat, tucked it in. Oh, and he walked straight past the security guard and straight out. And I don't know, I think the security guard went, is it really worth it? I know, Four pence a stock, yeah. Uh, the, what they do is, the, the shoplifters in Dundee, they, go, they get themselves a plastic bag, like a bag for life. Uh -huh. They were going into like a Thompson's a holiday firm and getting a brochure or an Argos catalogue. Okay. You put that in the bottom of the bag and that's ballast. That opens the bag up and then you can put all the shoplifted stuff. Because if you try and put stuff in an empty bag, it's difficult. Oh, this this is a good it's tip. A okay, technique. here's another tip. Um, put on a uh -huh. tabard. Yeah, uh, fluorescent green one, you disappear. No one notices you. It's the strangest experience. You get, get high-vis blindness. It, absolutely. I used to wear a high-vis jacket when I was uh, working at the car rental firm. And I'd go into the city centre for uh, something to eat. People would actually bump into you and say, sorry, I didn't see you. I'm glowing. It hurts your eyes to look at it. And you just tune out to it. It's an amazing ability. I remember watching one of these BBC One shows about the kind of like watchdoggy style things. Right. And it was counterfeit a, a high-vis. So okay. It was high-vis jackets that had no high-vis properties. Okay. And then there was hard hats, and they put them in the machine to test them, and it was like they were made out of Jacob's crackers. <laughs> <laughs> but just... You know that dodgy stuff. You know stuff is made like phone chargers and you charge your phone and the whole house immediately blows up. Yeah. Why are they, why are they doing this? 
But that fool, you know the kind of person, we've spoken with him before, health and safety gone mad. Yes, I... Uh, see, I, uh, I am very much on the side of health and safety. I'm a big believer in health and safety, yeah. Because you do see... Um, you do see people doing the most incredible things, and if you give an inch, people don't take a mile. They oh, no. they take a forklift and drive it over their own head. That's what oh, they do. It's the yeah. first thing that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. And and I've I've seen it at work. I've seen people do the most incredible things. Um, you do. I don't even know if it's called. Was it Kosh when you're? Yeah. All your yeah, chemical stuff and that. Is it yeah, still Kosh? Yeah. yeah. And I remember going through that at like five in the morning at the university lecture theatre, you know, you're falling asleep. But you'd still see some ladies, caretakers, bringing in their own bleach to give things a good clean. And you're like, please don't use bleach. They'd put it in everything. That happened at the Olympia swimming pool in Dundee. The they mixed two chemicals and the whole place filled with gas, chlorine gas. Oh, jeez. you mix chlorine and bleach does that not yeah it's uh incredibly dangerous yeah the one that freaks me out is you see a lot of youtube video people doing stuff uh, you're going to go dry ice aren't you yeah yeah well that seems that's a bad one no the one that freaks me out is they use like lathes and stuff and they're wearing gloves fabric gloves uh, yes oh god i've seen no, that no. as well don't Jesus Christ. you're gonna lose oh all your fingers it would just turn it would just turn your hands into bloody corned beef like <laughs> it would oh, yeah i've seen that a lot a bit dodgy for his health and safety old adam savage adam savage just wearing glasses with a lathe yeah glasses but i saw him reaching in no the, with gloves oh no this little space behind a lathe to pick up like a screw oh like, what are you doing yeah there's uh, it's very fast and loose with i have noticed that myself with him he's not the safest guy in the world no, not at all no safety see it's like it's like home insurance you never need home insurance till your house burns down that's right yeah but you're best to have home insurance be safe i was almost blinded at school i have well you know me i'm a, I'm a proud spectacle wearer uh-huh but i was making i was making a wire a wire finger okay and kind of you wrap the wire and it's quite that springy kind of wire so okay like yeah oh right okay but I, I, I snipped it with the pliers and it sprung mm -hmm. and the, the tip of the wire which was like a deadly point hit me in the specs and went through my specs <sighs> and the specs Ooh. stopped them so when i took my specs off there was about three millimeters of wire through the other side of the specs oh that's incredible if it hit me in the eye, it just, oh, there's not a bear thinking about. I think anyone who's a musician that's listening to this, especially if you're a guitarist, you'll understand this. Okay, there's nothing scary in being a guitarist, ever. No, no, until no. you have a fresh pack of strings, and when you get them, they're coiled, and you have to unpick, oh. and they go, -doing. that moment, you'll see any guitarist at any stage just you can hold them away but it's safer just to have that wee bit of lean back in your neck as well just just ah, right, okay. I, there's a lack of trust oh, there oh wire wires wires dangerous my dad tells a tale when he was at school they had a lathe at the school mm -hmm. and i think at the back of it there was a section where you could screw on a sanding disc Okay. And it was a thread. So him and his pal had been my dad was trying to use the lathe and his pal was like i need to sand something and he was trying to 
he wouldn't have, my dad was like, no, I've got to finish this. So the guy tried to screw on onto the thread, the sanding disc, while the lathe was running. So the sanding disc gets a slight, oh, my stomach. It gets, it gets slightly attached, and then it starts going, whoa, 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 whoa. starts wobbling like one of those Rolf Harris boards, and it just took off and went flying down the corridor. Oh, oh Jesus. See, things like that, oh, they make my stomach go. But there's one yeah. thing that makes my stomach go, and I'm going to describe it. Because, and everyone yeah. that hears this will probably. On, there was a kid online a few years ago that took a oh. pair of nail clippers, put it on his front tooth and snapped them off. Now, oh. What did he do that for? <laughs> He's 14 and stupid. <laughs> he snapped. He used nail clippers to snap his front tooth off. It, oh, you've been talking about did it. He, did he pull out of the root or did he just... Oh, no, no. Snapped it in half, right through it. Pain, like, I, I, I couldn't even imagine the pain. Uh, yeah, that's that's one that... Oh, I've, I've run cold. Um, and, I've, and we're passing this on to our listeners. You're welcome. It's, it's, there's one I heard where there's an internet thing saying... If you tried to put a light bulb in your mouth, oh, would, that's right, yeah, that one, yeah, your jaw. you can't get it out. That's you can't get it out. That's so it. the guy had tried to with a light bulb and it stuck. So his mate was like that. Oh fuck! And they thought we better go to the hospital. So mm-hmm. they phoned a taxi driver, and the taxi driver came and said, "Oh, what have you done? Stuck a light bulb in my mouth." So he took him to the hospital, and the doctor's like, oh, for fuck's sake, you're not the first person I've seen. Um, we'll, we'll, just, oh, we'll just have Jesus. to smash the light bulb and remove it. So they get it done, and they got talking to for the doctor. Anyway, as they're leaving, who walks into the bloody E&R, ER? It's the taxi driver. <laughs> home and tries to... <laughs> <laughs> this went to happen in Dundee. Uh, it's like people trying the whole you see wet paint I must admit I have touched it is that wet? (laughs) yeah and you touch it yeah yeah. what is that? is it just natural curiosity you've got to know that a claim's been made so you have to verify it for yourself Uh, and if it is then that's that's an innocent yeah that's the instinct that flat earth creates isn't it? I I don't believe it I'm going to question everything but here's the thing right the thing with flat Earth, and I'm I watch uh, a guy called uh, Simon Dan and Conspiracy Cats, and they're very anti. Uh, they come from a science based, okay. So and they're trying to really knock this shit on the head. Yeah. But when you actually do see uh, interviews with um, flat earthers, they're either absolutely full of shit, mm-hmm. or there's something not quite right. Unfortunately. Yeah. And there's some people who are struggling with life in different ways, and yeah. this is what the they do get to. Um, I'm sure there's lots of what you would consider normal in very, com- but um, there's normal people involved that just believe conspiracies and stuff, and they're into yeah. this. <coughs> but do you not think in the modern world, we? I'm just watching. There's suddenly a lot of people in the street. Uh, when you see. Um, there's a lot of static, a lot of noise in the internet, and, and a lot of people take very similar viewpoints. So it's good to be a contrarian in the modern world, to take a to take a kind of this thing that's going on just now with coronavirus, everybody's saying the same good 
quality sense. They know right, yeah, that. yeah. But if you say, oh no, don't wash your hands, in fact, go your way to keep dirty. And as mad as it is, it does get you, you do become clickbait. You can yeah, that's that's just part of it. Yeah, I think that's always so, going to happen. So, yeah. yeah. People that genuinely believe some mad point of view, I can kind of accept, but it's the people who are doing it as sheer cynicism. Just, just to, you know what I mean? To do well yeah. It's, that's appalling. Truly it's, appalling. It's anti-intellectual, which is always a concern. Now, but at the same time, um, not to be like... Uh, um, thinking I'm better than anyone or anything like that but I do love the conspiracy side to the world, I do love this oh God, I, underground God, I, madness, love yeah it's I love brilliant. it it's, it's, it's modern day fairy tales yes, and it's fascinating, it's, yeah, and, it's fascinating. Um, and I like it to a point I hate when people get really serious about it and they're, no, they're, they're we'll get angry about yeah, it. No, nah, that's I like nonsense show, I like a TV show where they go out to find Yeti love it just, what was that? What was, what was that? What was that noise? Well, the night, the night that was the thing that got me to Nepal. Because I, as a kid, I think it was Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World or something. Did you want to make love to a Yeti? I think I'm too angry for that. It would have been a real angry moment. But there was a... Did you want to wrestle a Yeti? Wrestle would be absolutely fine. Ah, okay. That's acceptable. And it was these guys, and they were wearing their very 70s... Uh, American sort of puffer jackets, you know, bright colours, and they're heading up to in Nepal in the land at um, uh, uh, Lukla, the most dangerous airport in the world, in the land there. And I'm, I see this place, and I'm fascinated by it. And they they hiking up in the snow, and they've all got moustaches, glorious moustaches, and seventies haircuts. And they get up to this um, monastery, which has what they say is the scalp of the yeti. And all this sort of thing, you know, and it's to me it was just fun. It's adventure, right? Mm -hmm. So eventually I, I got to go to Nepal. I landed at the most dangerous airport in the world. I hiked up, not in the snow, it was a fucking super hot, but I hiked all the way up. Now you can't really get to see this Yeti skull anymore, but luckily the no. guide that we had was also, you don't get paid for being on TV there. He was a TV star, so his job okay. was being a guide as well. So everyone knew him, everywhere went, everyone's, oh, Krishna, and they're getting his autograph, they just loved him. So when we get there, the old guy that runs the monastery, this old monk, he sees him, and he's like, oh, I love your show and that, come on in and have a look at the Yeti scalp. So we got in to see it, and it's just, it's just a bit of yak hide, but it was absolutely beautiful to be sort of in this uh, thousand-year-old monastery, with all, yeah, yeah. it was just incredible inside. Then there's a safe, and they open it up, and there's the skull of the yeti. Yeah. And Did it looked a little bit like William Shatner's toupee. It looked like his chin. It was very pointy. It was, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> not what I expected. Canada's premier Shakespearean actor. Oh, he's William wonderful, Shatner. wonderful. Oh, he's 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 so bad. Oh my. Lord, I like so the constant um, battle between him and George Takei. Oh yeah, they, it's just—it's so good. They, they are like C three PO and R two D two. The hatred. They just hate each other. Uh, but, George Takei yeah. is so delightful, but he used yeah. to appear on Howard Stern a lot, and he yeah. was so good on it. He was just such a delightful yeah, he's person. A funny, he's a funny dude. Yeah. Doesn't give a fuck. He's just really nice. Yeah, I like is, him. Is Walter Koenig still alive? You never hear much from him. Anymore. I think he is. I think he is actually. Because he was brought in as the young Beetle. He was like the mop top they brought in. That's right. 
went yeah, bald. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> he went, he went so brutally bald, <laughs> really instantly. Yeah. Brutally, brutally bald. <laughs> My dad speaks about that in the sick whether you, you really needed a good head or hair. Oh. And he said going bald was essentially a death sentence. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. He said you would see guys, they would often start to sport a hat, but not like a bonnet. They would wear, like, in one of the 60s, the, the hats with a little kind of rim at the front. Oh, right, so okay. Like a yeah. captain's hat. But he said, so you'd have really, can he full head of hair, good looking guy, perfect for the 60s, slinky hip dude, pick of his ladies. He started going bald and he had to settle for some. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then they immediately got married because there was that was the end of it. That was just the end of it. Oh, Brutal. Brutal. This is see th- th- this thing with hair. I went through a crisis a few years ago when I noticed I was losing my hair, and uh, you know it was just a little bald at the back, and I was like, oh no. So for that night, I was in. I went oh oh, and then the next day I went fuck it. Who cares? And I really didn't care. It, t- it really it was, was when I woke up, I didn't care. Nothing worse than bo- a bald guy with long hair. Yeah. Oh, it just looks awful. It looks like uh, uh, the crow man from fucking Muzzle Gummidge. Yeah. You end up looking like, what's his name? Danny DeVito's the penguin. Oh, Crystal Mays. He was the guy that did a little drop of horrors. Richard O'Brien. And you see them trying to comb it back and hide it. Oh, don't! don't. You, you look like Riff Raff. Is that what it is? Oh, Riff Raff. <laughs> Riff Raff. You and your fucking Riff Raff head. It gives you a, <laughs> a kind of subterranean look. Which it's, could be good. Uh, a very uh, Gollum look, yeah. But all those beautiful goths. <laughs> uh, kind of goth men. Yeah. It's a shame. But uh, what I tried to do the other day, I've told you I'm not tr- I'm not watching the A grade television. Okay. I'm trying to work my way through the shit. Oh, it's the best thing to do. So keeping the keeping the good stuff for later. So okay. I watched Lord of the Rings, which you didn't like, but then I watched I started watching the Ocean's Eleven movies. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have done. Oh, that's so bad. Ocean's Twelve it is the most self congratulatory. Shit, it's just junk, life. yeah. It's not good. Their haircuts, their fucking stubble, their jackets. Bru- Brad Pitt's wearing this leather jacket cinched at the waist with a little a little belt. Oh, oh, oh it's horrible. But there's a bit <laughs> it's in not this good. meta bit where Julia Roberts is in the film. That's right. So they need to they need to cause a diversion. So she she impersonates Julia Roberts. <laughs> So they're doing a bit where, oh, Julia Roberts is a bit of a bastard and demanding. Oh, oh. it's so awful, isn't it? It's just, can you just, if you feel like a tortoise wanting to just get retract into your shell, like a woodlouse. Well, I'll, I'll make it all up because last night I watched a film starring international AIDS warrior Charlie Sheen in... 1996's, I think, or 97's, The Arrival. Alien invasion film. Oh, it's great. I've not seen that one. Oh, it's, it's, his acting is just, oh, it's, Have you seen watch The it. Wraith? Oh, one of my favourites. <laughs> it's so good. It's a, ha- it's a haunted car? It's, 
it's not a haunted car. It's the wraith. He's a wraith. He's a uh, 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 ghostly vengeance. It's wonderful. <laughs> and it's a space car. Oh, yeah, and he wears a motorbike helmet and has a, yeah, yeah. a, a spaz oh, shotgun. <gasps> a sign of quality is where Ron Howard's brother's in it, isn't he? Uh, him from Gentle Ben. A uh, weird little kid. The weird one, and he has an amazing uh, haircut in the wraith. He's got ginger curly hair in it. Oh, and it stands straight uh, up. The wraith. That's a film. Ooh. That truly is a film. Oh. It's just like an episode of a, a, a what's the one with the helicopters? Airwolf. Airwolf. Oh, it's such it's a, a good film. Formulaic film. Listen, if you're going to start insulting the Wraith, there's going to be trouble here. That is, and it's Sherilyn Fenn. Oh, yes, oh, so, oh my Sherlin word, Fenn. my word. Incredible. I'm a massive, oh, gigantic Twin Peaks fan. Oh, <laughs> you lost me again. <laughs> I loved that shit when I was a kid. You had me at the Wraith. Well, I used to get the, I used to get <laughs> piano lessons. Oh, right, okay. Because my mum and dad were convinced you've got right long fingers, <laughs> your penis. <laughs> I think I you missed heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they get, but the fucking piano lesson okay. was gone at the same time as Twin Peaks. Oh no. So I had to get my mother to VHS record Twin Peaks and then I would watch it after the piano lesson. But VHS was so shit quality. I rewatched it recently, and it was like I'd seen it for the first time because suddenly it was crystal clear. But there was a new series of Twin Peaks, which was just so bizarre. It was glorious. But there's an episode in that, and I, am, I will honestly say it's the finest hour of television I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. That episode, good? I think it's ep- episode eight okay. of the last series. Go and watch it. Just, you don't have to watch anything else in the whole Twin Peaks universe. Watch that episode, and if you do not think... That is fucking extraordinary. I think it'll. I think that's a, a wonderful bit of uh, uh, information for everyone. It's so bizarre. Okay, so we'll have it's beautiful. Yeah. the new Twin Peaks episode. What was that? I think it's episode eight. Episode eight. It's, it begins with the birth of the universe. As everything does, really. As everything. <laughs> it's, it's glorious. Get, give it a watch, and they can people get back to us and see what they think. Absolutely. Mind yeah. um, We'll have the wraith. We'll have race, yeah. we'll have um uh the arrival with Charlie Sheen. Charlie this is okay. Yeah. What else was the next one? There's a TV series. I spoke about this called Outsider. By okay, it's a, it's a Stephen King thing about a, a kind of shapeshifter. It's fucking brilliant. It's okay, I'll give that a go. Guy, people need to watch that. They'll thank you for that as well. Don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. For some reason, that's been going on for ages. It's utter oh, shit. It's like that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shite. Oh, God. Although, watch uh, the most recent, um, is it Supergirl? Superwoman? Uh, Supergirl. Oh, it's shite. Oh, God, they're so bad. It's a bit, I understand the feminist message, and that's fine, but it's so clunky. It's so clunky and it's it, it's so on the head that it, it's actually embarrassing. It's meme-worthy, but it's embarrassing. It's not a good show. Yeah, just, just and, and as we described, um, what's she called, the actress in it? Um, Rose. Ruby Rose. She's a handsome woman. Oh, she's attractive, but she's, yeah, well, if you like, kind of slightly well-done-up 
Yeah, I'm wanting to see where you go with this. She's boyish. She is boyish. She has that that Justin Bieber haircut. She's got. She's very. If you put Justin Bieber in a wig, not now because he stinks quite bad because of all the drugs. That's not good. When he was younger, put a wig on him and came at me. It's. We spoke about. Go on. We're we're going into areas. We'll have to be careful here. No, no, but you know what I mean. It just he shoots long hair. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the um, the it's, a, it's, it's like Elizabeth Hurley's son. A very confusing boner I get. We keep speaking about that. My mind keeps wandering back to Elizabeth Hurley's son. I wonder, I wonder if he could put on his his mother's dress. You know the one with the safety pins. I'm sure he has. And go to a premiere. And I'm sure she's encouraged it. If, if someone happened to take a picture of that, I might be interested in seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> How many days have I been in isolation? Oh, it's it's literally oh, your Lord. fourth day. <laughs> oh, God. Fourth I'm day. an old lady walking down the street and her stockings are a wee bit bunched at her ankles and it's I've never seen anything so attractive in her. Oh, is it really working for you? Well, I'm I'm watching this is not a word of a lie. The Avon lady is going door to door around here. She must be in her seventies. Nah, me. nah, no one's answering. Well, eh, we needed to cut. Eh, it's a lot. We did. We decided to do our luck. Who's getting open the door to that? It's insane. I think we she's going to be told. Last, eh, eh, Amazon order because I've been feeling bad about Amazon drivers because that could be a wee bit stressful, could it not? It could be a bit frightening. But we've had mm. butchers and that delivered, and you see them coming up. And I think a delivery driver, as long as it's not too busy, would it be that bad? Could you? I could. If I could you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not really. I mean, they see people, but uh, I think the Amazon guys are under just it's too much stuff to do. But anyway, we watched the guy in the street, and he seemed to have a bit of a freak out. Oh. Uh, and then he got back in his van, and then we got the notification saying he tried to deliver and he didn't. Uh-huh. But we said, look, we're not, we didn't want to like chase up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Go, well, what the fuck's going on? That guy looked at me, I think the poor guy, he seemed to be quite a young guy. And then suddenly Amazon were on the phone saying, oh, there's been a mistake and we'll get re-delivered. And there was a different person that delivered. So I hope the guy's okay. Oh, God. You know I mean? Yeah, you don't it's, want to cause I, issues for people at all, you, do you? you? Don't. I, I, anybody out there, don't be shy if you guys try to do that. I, 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 I make a point of not being shite if people just try to do their job. Yeah, uh, um, don't spread the stress. If you're feeling a bit stressed, don't try and stress. This is something outside. that I am really, I, I live by. And you yeah. know how they say you mustn't objectify someone. I disagree. If someone, yeah. say a plumber's working, when you objectify them as their job and say that's that's respect because you go get out of the man's way he's working. You don't need to know his personal life. You don't need to know anything. You're shown respect for the position that he has and you, yeah. you let him do it. And it's like these drivers realise that they are under pressure from their work. Yeah. They have more pressure now than they're ever going to have. Ever, ever, ever. And they're encountering people who have their own pressures. And, and, and this is going to blow up sometimes. Give them a break. Yeah. If the order's yeah, not right, break, give them a yeah. break. It's not their problem. If they didn't, if they got, I mean, these people are being taken on this week and they're missing houses. They're doing, yeah. it's, yeah. there's yeah. mistakes going to be made and everyone, yeah. let's just chill and not worry yeah, about it. No, nothing being delivered to your house is is, is crucial. And I'm mm -hmm. not getting insulin delivered. 
Exactly. Yeah, some food within, yeah. Eh, the most important thing people can have is fucking empathy. You need empathy. We need it. Everyone should just step out your own shoot. Just think, put yourself in somebody else's place. Yeah. And everybody will be absolutely fine. I know there was the, the clap thing last night. Of, actually, my mum and dad did it. Eh, I'm, I'm, I was a bit funny about it. But yeah. They, mm -hmm. they, they kind of enjoyed it. And they were all out, everyone was out in the street. I think for a lot of people it made them feel a sense of community other. as well, yeah. 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 You're not on they, your own. No, Nobody is alone, apart from genuinely loner pieces of shit people. Why would you say that right to my face? <laughs> <laughs> but you're not, you're not alone. I kind of have to phone you. No, yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to. Oh, oh it's, it's 10 in the morning. People don't know that, because we, Boris Johnson phoned us directly and said, guys, hey, we're putting a lot of faith in you two. Listen, wait a minute. I know we've got... Listen, we've got the NHS workers, we've got delivery drivers, we've got cleaners, we've got all kinds of people that are at the base level keeping us going at the moment. They are the stars. But are we more stars? Are we more important? I'm kind of thinking it. I don't think we're quite at the Jesus level yet. Give it a week. Give it a week. As long as that? I have been working out. How long did God take to make the world? Was it how many days? Oh, I don't know. Six days seven, or something. Was it seven, six, six something like that? Nine. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what did Hazel O'Connor sing? On the, oh, no, was it the eighth day? Oh, wait a minute. Or is that a film? I'm getting mixed up between Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesus, and Hazel O'Connor. <laughs> Have you ever seen animation that's about the formation, the, the, the Old Testament stuff? And it's done by James Earl Jones. No, this sounds look, intriguing. Give it, give, it a wee, give it a wee YouTube and have a look at it. And I'm not religious in the slightest, as you know. But it's it's got James Earl Jones in it. Oh. He, he, he would be the voice of God. I I think so. I watched him. Um, there's clips on YouTube of him on Sesame Street. And he reads oh. the alphabet. Right. A. B. Oh, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Very, he, he seems a very jovial guy. He seems, doesn't he? Yeah, he seems, he seems pretty like chilled. Nice he's guy, he's quite guy, content yeah. with life and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he seems did. cool. Well, if you're a successful actor, what the fuck have you got to moan about? Absolutely nothing. I've seen a lot of actors on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at the moment, and they're in their $12 million mansion oh. going on board. I watched Sam the Smith latest, cry outside of his. Oh. The latest one they're doing is they're, they're going without makeup. Oh. Oh, 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 my heart. I feel but I'm James worried. Earl, James Earl Jones, he got all the kudos for being Darth Vader, but he didn't have to go into the shitey smelling suit. Oh, that was, um, what's Perfect. his name? What was in it? Special David Prowse. David Prowse. Have you heard the, man. have you heard them? Because he'd done all the lines. Yeah. With his, he remembers the accent. His accent, oh, it's so good. They should have kept it. It's such a good accent. Well, it's like it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't get to do his own voiceover. That's right, because he sounds like a bumpkin. Yeah. Because he sounds like a bumpkin. So good. It's wonderful. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger seems to have got off his head. Have you seen his tiny donkey and horse? Yes, I I think, I think you get to a point in life where. I mean, he's such he he has had an extraordinary life, and you wouldn't have given him you wouldn't have bet on him being a success, would you? Not at all. And Definitely I think not. maybe 
uh, internally he knows this and he goes god i've lived a life i've got kids everywhere i've got all this life i've got all the success and he takes his um his sports and he takes his um uh, special olympics and that he takes incredibly seriously and he's a great spokesman for all these sorts of things and he goes what am i going to do with all this time and money i need a horse but not a normal one i look i want a horse that warwick davis could ride that's what i'm after the thing, what the best thing I think about Arnold Schwarzenegger, he had the affair with the late the, the, the housemaid woman. That's right, yeah. And they, the, the baby was born, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it's, it's my child." And actually, the, the kid he's had with the housemaid looks the most like him. Yeah, yeah. Because he he had the children with the Kennedys, and the Kennedy gene. Oh, that's the Kennedys all look like. The well, his kid. daughter married Chris Pratt. Oh my God! And you couldn't crazy. tell she's a Schwarzenegger at all. No, she's just like a Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Pratt's a funny one, isn't he? Is he not a member of that weird church in America? Yes, yes, this they're is correct. They're an Australian-based yeah. church, and I've heard they're very anti-gay. They're, it's a, a it's a very unusual they, thing, yeah. The father that's founded the church, what are they called? The father of the church is a convicted pederast. Oh, isn't it always the way, though? You kind of expect it. You do, but it's a super church, but it's all, it's all money. They make so much money. Very strange, yeah. Very yeah, strange. Yeah. Um, all music. They're in the charts a lot. Oh. My my favourite religious song ever was the I don't drink, I don't smoke dope, I don't drink bourbon. All I want to do is shake my turban. That was like a Sikh guy in the charts many years ago. That's wonderful. That's fair enough. You you know my feelings on Sikhs. I love Sikhs. I love the Sikh community. I'd really love it if some Sikh people actually listened to us. That would really make my fucking day. I think everyone's going to listen to us. I think we're going to... See this? We're all the same. We're all shite the same. We're all all panicking about toilet paper. Listen... Everyone's going to listen to us. Everyone's going to enjoy us. We're going to be the next huge thing like the Nolans or... Oh, I don't know. I'm well, not... I've started wiping my arse with wild garlic that I grow in my garden. I'll bet that smells delightful. Well, it's a green leaf and it's it's quite it's quite a large leaf. And it is. It smells like little garlic. Oh, well... Delicious. You I do just, dispose of it after it, yeah. I, no, I shit in the garden. And what I do is I wipe my arse and then I just slap onto the side of the shed oh actually you know that's what they do in going back to nepal with uh yak shit they pick it up and slap it on anywhere you go it's slapped on the side and it dries you take it off and burn it it's like peat smells great i think in this country they would have used a lot of uh, a lot of kind of dried dung yeah absolutely it's it's a fantastic thing to burn yeah it would have burned nicely well peat yeah. It's essentially vegetable mat. I love a peat fire. Oh, a peat fire is the most oh, beautiful smell. See, when you go up to the islands, well, as you oh, know, it's all yeah, peat. Yeah. And they've they've yeah. cut so much away, the roads stand up higher because all the land's cut yeah. away. The, but the smell, oh. Plot, don't you, peat? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. It's not called a plot, it's called a, 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 kind of, a layer. I think it's called a layer. A layer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it's it smells great, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful smell. A, a peat fire with a, with a wee glass of whiskey. Oh, what sitting with your, with your with <laughs> your bonnet on and your your ginger wig. My ginger wig. 
Oh, you're going so Scottish. Oh, so Scottish. Well, that, I've, got short, I've got shortbread in the cupboard. Oh, this is going full Scotland. Listen, I'm doing the, the, the fucking full Scottish thing at the moment. I'm oh. sitting on a chair. It's got a tartan rug on it, like an old lady. It's over your knees. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm cold. Uh, right. Okay. Beside me, I've got another chair with my cat sitting on it. I've got a cup of tea and I have my last digestive. Your last? Is it a chocolate or just a plain It's digestive? a plain one. The The half packet has lasted me two weeks and this is my last I, one. I had an entire cucumber last night. Oh, they're horrible. I've got a cucumber. I split it right down the middle. Uh oh. And laid it on their spines and then I just got the, the salt mill and I just put salt all the way along it and I just ate it. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Now that, to a lot of people, that may sound like you're a fucking maniac, but I think you've got a sophisticated taste. But that's like a, I ate it like the cookie monster, so the bits of cucumber were just going everywhere. Okay, disregard my last statement. <laughs> it's, I, I like cucumber because you eat it, and then an hour later, you, re, you enjoy the flavour again. Yeah, I, I don't like it. It really is an off-putting flavour to me. I don't well, like that don't at like all. No, I could eat raw cabbage, though. I'll just go and crunch oh, into a cabbage, yeah. Have you, have you ever made a proper cucumber sandwich with the white bread, the cream cheese, you cut off the crusts, do the whole thing? Uh, I have been given one, and I almost right. threw up. You almost threw up. I almost. don't like it. I'd, yeah, I'm still like fucking garnet. I still favorite, ate it. What's your favourite kind of sandwich? I oh, easy, sandwich. easy. There used to be a place down the bottom of the um, the uh, Perth Road, and it was like this hippie guy. It used to sell sandwiches in there. He was really nice, you know. Right, and I, on the way to the studio, I'd work it in the morning. I'd go in, and I'd get a sandwich. And mm -hmm. one day, they accidentally put um, their own made homemade plowman's pickle. And cheese oh. on a croissant, and they usually didn't put on a croissant. And I picked oh. it up, and they went, "Oh, look, you know, it shouldn't be on that. I'll give it a pound." And I loved it so much. Every day I went in, I got it made specially for me to the point where he would just throw it to me. He says, "I'll get the money off you later. We're busy." And it was so nice. And I, I feel like a croissant. It's never been made the same again because it was homemade. It was homemade. It was beautiful. It was perfect. You need a nice croissant because if you buy a, a croissant, a croissant, the corner shop, they're that soggy wee. Yeah. You need them to be quite crispy. In the northeast of Scotland, a croissant is just called a crescent. A crescent. <laughs> In my hometown, it's a crescent. Oh, a croissant. Um, I like my I do love them. sandwich as a fish finger sandwich. <gasps> oh, oh, listen. Listen, I put me. You're I squeezing put me lemon here. Tomato sauce and lettuce on it. And sometimes some crisps. Oh, a crisp sandwich. I know the secret ingredient to a crisp sandwich. Crisps. Two bits of bread. Wait, hold on. Some, uh, I put Vitalite. I know that'll make you oh, turn away, but I love it. Butter, okay. You put your tomato crisps on it. Put oh. the bread on. Then, oh. with your full weight, crush it all together. Oh, oh, oh yes, that's the yes. secret ingredient. Have you ever made a crisp sandwich using square salt and vinegar square crisps? I have, and it the the texture should be in these Michelin oh. restaurants. It's fucking great. Here's one for you. Okay. Oh, I'm hungry. If you're making if you're making a sandwich, doesn't matter what it is. Okay. Say you're, ma 
you, you make a sandwich, but in the middle of the sandwich with the other fillings, you put a single piece of toast. What? So it's bread sandwich, but so you see a cheese and ham sandwich. Okay. With a, a slice of toast within two slices of bread, and the toast gives it the crunch. I've never heard of this. That give you know go, what? Give it a fucking go. It's mind blowing. I but think this may be the greatest crunch. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but you can actually do it. You just make a toast sandwich. So butter, bread, we yeah. toast in the middle, nothing else. Give it a go. What? This? Th- uh, you know what? This sounds amazing. It's like I told you before. When I have a pot noodle, I always use either Watsits or Monster Munch. It's like a crouton. So oh. they go into the top. Dude, you should be on TV doing this. This is incredible. Well, Jamie Oliver bastard's got a show, and these recipes are better than his shit. The other day, he did a vegetarian spag ball. Uh, I've got off. to eat that sort of stuff. Fuck, fuck off, Jamie Oliver. The only thing you can say about him is, his business went tits up months ago, so he doesn't have to sack anybody. Or he would have. Uh, he would have. Prick. He fucking would have. This isn't... God, I've got so hungry. My, t- my tummy is going... Oh, your tummy. Oh. <laughs> your tummy. Oh, I'm going. Oh, yeah. I need food. I had, a ba- I had bacon, a bacon and egg roll and a brown roll this morning. It was fucking sensational. Oh, that sounds good. Sensational. Is there anything better than a fried egg? Now, I was at my friend's... Uh, uh, I won't say her name, uh, but I was at her house and I was staying there and... Uh, I'd had some red wine and this was the first time that red wine really hit my head uh-huh. right. and I woke up in the morning you know eyes half oh, shut please oh uh-huh. nauseous sore head the whole thing your eyelids were stuck together I, oh I felt terrible so I'm sitting outside at our table uh-huh. a beautiful summer's morning and she goes listen have a fried egg and I'm don't even say it she went have a fried egg so she pushed it over to me and I bit into it. And as I bit into it, my body went, that's what you need. Keep eating. Uh-huh. And by the uh-huh. time I finished it, the nausea had gone. It was the uh-huh. greatest flavour in my it's life. The, it's the salt in it. Oh, it was beautiful. The things you can do with an egg, it's wonderful. It's a, I, I love it. An omelette is probably the fastest thing you can cook. I made, I made an omelette yesterday. I had a great time. Oh. You put a bit of cheese in it? I did. I actually oh, did. I had cheese in it and it was wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, lots of it's black pepper. God, you're making me very hungry as well. Lots of black. I, I use way too much pepper in everything. If I'm no, doing fish, I put a crust oh, of yeah. pepper on one right. side. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Black pepper yes. One of the I love that. I think that, that was part, that's when the kind of spice roots took off. Cause pe- imagine when people had first tasted black pepper. Blow their mind. Well, like, things like people in this company back, back in medieval times, it struggled to get my hometown, kind of when it had been just a, a little a little hamlet of mud huts. Mm-hmm. Where did they got salt from? They'd collect Did it I off mean, your body. Would they collect <laughs> <laughs> they'd go, uh, go on, away run round the block four times when they come back, they'd have uh, a special salt scraper. That every family. Leather, I would empty my leather cod piece and it would just be full. It would be like molded sea salt. Get the big flake. That's what it You'd have like a leather yeah. gimp suits that they would hang up and yeah. then just shake them at the end of the day and out of the leg loads holes, of loads of salt. Perfect. But have you ever seen those French uh, salt factories? It's just like yes. Ponds, yeah. It's a, uh, quite a amazing. Thing. Isn't it incredible? It's quite. But you need salt for life, man. 
Do you need, you it? need it? That's true. There was a lot of the guys who were miners, eh, they would take salt blocks because they would. Because people seem to think miners are down the mines wearing all the safety gear. They're basically in their pants. Yeah, that's so right. It's so hot. But they would just sweat so profusely. They would have a block of salt, which they would just be licking at. They would take salt tablets and everything. Oh, that's that's. So a... they'd all develop a real addiction to salt. That's but a grim life, one, isn't it? In ten years, a guy, a guy was having these mints and tatties, and he went to shake his table salt on, and the top came off the thing, and the entire lot of salt went into his food. Oh dear! In front of his wife and children, so he just stubbed it in and ate it, and he stopped <gasps> dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> not safe. Best avoided. He went to get some onions out of his allotment shed and he picked up daffodil bulbs by mistake. Oh. And he took them home and ate them and he dropped it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is this all happening in Dundee? I've got a feeling this is all happening in Dundee, yeah. Well, there's the allotment I used to be a member of up <laughs> past my house. And he, there was, that was under siege. There was a guy... There was, it all broke into civil war. It seems it's 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 a time, it's a bit more innocent time, kinda of about four months ago. But this old guy called Don Elder, I'm gonna name him because he's been in the local press. He 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 locked himself in his shed. And the other members of the allotment were trying to get him out. The police were involved. I think you know in Lord of the Rings there's a big battering ram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they had to build one of them to get him out. Oh wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Because the allotment people are brutes. They're really brutes. There, there's a there's a lot of rules around it, isn't there? Having well, an allotment. Here, here's pensioners, right? We have all developed in the last week or so the lives of pensioners. And it's great. And everyone is going <laughs> fucking bananas. So imagine that's why pensioners they get fixated on writing letters to the press. Like a prisoner. Um, They've got time. Yeah. To keep yourself busy. Yeah. That's it's the same as prisoners. That's how they break out yeah. of places because they can watch and observe things that your 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 daily yeah. use of mind will just ignore, and they see people, things. Yeah. Yes. People in prisons can run a criminal enterprises outside the prison using notes they've written on toilet paper with their own semen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Invisible Ink? Yeah, that's lemon juice. Oh. Oh, right. To anyone who's listening who's been getting my secret uh, letters, throw them out. Just don't open them. Just throw them out. You, you, you hold it above a candle, you're like, Jesus Christ, that smells like shit. <laughs> the film, The Animal Factory. No. Willem, Willem Dafoe. Here's another one for you. Oh, it's got Edward Furlong in it. Okay. From Terminator 2, and uh, it's got uh, Willem Dafoe in it. It's, it's based on a, a, a book by a guy called Edward Bunker. Uh, he was a long-term, he served prison for being an armed robber and stuff. The Animal Factory is wonderful. And it's got a, it's got a, a, a what's a guy, or oh, Angel Heart guy? Uh, Mickey Rook. Mickey Rourke. Rourke, he plays, he plays a prisoner in it, and it's a, it's, it's an incredible role. You should watch it. Oh, Animal okay. Factory. Yeah, that's another one. To Mickey watch. Rourke, I don't know what to make of him these days. Have you ever seen pictures of him walking around in his civvies? But he, he, he likes to have his belly button out. He likes his belly out. He has a crop yeah. top. He has a, a t-shirt knot. Yeah, a t-shirt knot. There's a man in his 60s. It yeah. is. 
he's supposed to be quite a nice guy, but just a mad maddy. Just, just I insane. Think, I think he's he's always with this guy. I assume he's he's gay and he's in a, a loving relationship. I hope but he's in a loving relationship. He looks he looks happy. He, he he rescues all these little dogs. Yeah, that's right. Little chihuahuas. That that's a winner in my book. Absolutely. Well, another, that film I just read, Angel Heart. Have you seen that one? Uh, that is such an amazing film yeah that's a wonderful film the greatest twist ever in a film it's a bit southern gothic isn't it yes yes yeah Yeah. beautiful beautiful film isn't it beautiful that's a British director is that not the same guy that did the uh, what was that terrible film about the the Irish soul band Um, the commitments commitments yeah Yeah. I think it's Alan Alan Parker Alan Parker, I think, I think it could be. Oh, a wonderful, wonderful film. film, such a good film, and it has Lisa uh, Bonet in it. Oh, Bonet. oh! She goes, out, she goes out with big, uh, big Carol Drago. Yeah, that's Apple right. Man. Oh my, she's stunning. I, I wouldn't care if it was Lisa, Lisa Bonet. She's stunning. I can admire from a distance. Yeah, and then she went into the what was the one where she went to college? It was a Cosby follow-up or spin off. Yeah, she went to college, and she was in it for a couple of seasons, and then fucked off, I've and heard, then it kept I've going. Heard Bill Cosby's had some problems. Is he? Has he? Reputation taking a bit of a knock. Couldn't a man Bill listen? Cosby. Bill Cosby has such a strong reputation worldwide. Essentially, it could never be harmed with anything he done. So, I can't imagine. Oh, that that would do it. That would do it. Do they still get the residuals? Do you still get money? Because the Cosby Show will still be getting played somewhere. That's true, but he's he's quite um ensconced at the moment. So if it turned out Matthew Perry was killing homeless people and burying them under his house. We're not saying he'd done that, but you kind of know he did. Yeah, he did. his friends cash? Would he still? I'm not sure how that works. I don't know how it works. Because you're not allowed to profiteer from your crime. That's right. So if you write a book, you're... But you're not allowed to. But if it was money... That you'd made before Gary, it. Old Gary, old Gary Shitter will still be made. No, I don't think he does anymore. I don't think he does. No, I think there's something changed there because there was something about the Joker. The music was in that and the people were saying he shouldn't get the money and I don't think he does. I think it goes to the record company. Does it? Yeah. So I did hear something about that. So that could be a bonus there. But I've just noticed the time. It's two two minutes over the hour. God, we're starving for conversation. We're starving for conversation. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Everyone, wash your hands, keep safe, I hope you're doing well. Wash your balls as well. The anus. That's a place to wash. That's, you know, that's the advice we should be getting on TV. That's exactly it. Excellent advice. Do you reckon? I don't reckon there's a single hair on his body. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Folk in Scotland Quarantined. Laters.